Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, and it is Wednesday, September 28th. I'm your host, John June at JR Football Nerd on Twitter, and this guy over here to my left, it is my left, yes. is Greg Penman. Greg, how are we doing today? Doing good. Uh, you know, uh, coming on, hopefully approaching week four, uh, one more knowledge. You know, we got basically three weeks on our books, so we got some some trends going. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we can we can get going, get through these, uh, these injuries from week three. Seems like now uh, the injury bug is fully in the NFL, so we gotta adjust, and uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get through it though. Yeah, I like what you let off with, man. The trends. I love having three weeks worth of data. Uh, you know, it was I, I purged basically my 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 data for 2021, threw it out, don't need it anymore. So, um, you know, be able to lean on three weeks worth of data, which again. In the grand scheme of things, it's a 17-game season. It's a small sample size. But as we always do on this show, um, and, you know, a lot of people do it as well, it's the best way to look at fantasy, right? We don't look at – we don't want to look at what happens over the course of the season. We like to break the season down into some chunks, um, you know, break it down into segments and just look at, you know, maybe three weeks at a time, four weeks at a time here and there um, because these teams, they're constantly adjusting – uh, there's injuries that happen, which in which impact how they call games, and all that other stuff. So um, I'm glad you said that, Greg. Um, and yeah, you know, these injuries are happening, but we got to adjust, man. That's part of what we what we have to do. Is you know, these like I said, these coaches and these players adjust on the field. But we're playing a game about a game, so we we we're gonna have to adjust as well. Right. Um, you know, there's going to be a matchup that comes up in week four that we all think is a cake matchup, but we're going to get smacked in the face. It's going to happen. Yep. It's oh, yeah. it's the worst feeling in fantasy. Yo. Oh, man. <laughs> it's bound to happen. So um, hopefully that doesn't happen to us this week. Um, you know, Greg, you you know, I'm, I'm in the accuracy competition, was in the top 10 this week, coming in at seven. Mm-hmm. So that was. I was really happy about that, excited about that. And you know, yeah, you gotta play that applaud, yo. You gotta play that applaud though. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. So, you know, uh hopefully we just keep that up, man. Hopefully we keep that up this week. Um, just make sure you you like, subscribe, all that fun stuff, whether you're watching us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Whatever it may be, if you're watching this live on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, just make sure you check in with us. Um, and we are starting off hot. We got a trade question, you know, four minutes into the show. Mm. I'm not even going to attempt to say that name. I'm sorry. Maybe you could spell it for me phonetically, but we'll just call you IW from YouTube. Ask, do I trade? Dak for Brady. My other quarterback is Stafford, and they don't want him. Greg, I'm going to pitch this one to you first. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one. 
Um, I mean, the we thought Jerry Jones was out of his mind when he said he'll be back basically tomorrow, but it seemed like Dak is on track to be back sooner rather than later. Um, and not he's not, I wouldn't say when the before the press conference, you know, it wasn't looking at this week, but possibly uh next week. Um, so because of that, because of uh, you know, the offense for Tampa Bay struggling a little bit, they don't have Goblin back there, they're getting him back soon. Um you have Dak and Stafford. I think you can rock out with that and be fine in, in fantasy. I don't think Brady is that much of, of an upgrade from a healthy Dak um, when he comes back. Yeah, I agree with that. This this trade doesn't really move the needle for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I don't know what the situation is in your league, IW. I don't know if, you know, it's 10 core, if it's, you know, super flex, not super flex, but, you know, could be super flex or could if be. it's, you know, uh, you know, 14, 16 team league, whatever the situation is. But if it's a standard 10, 12 team league, one quarterback, like I, like I'm not going to roster two quarterbacks. Um, obviously you probably drafted Dak and potentially Stafford and then Dak got hurt and you're kind of here holding Stafford. So um, yeah, I would, I'm with what Greg said. I would just hold Dak um, when he seems like he's going to come back soon. And, you know, we see this offense, how it operates with, Cooper Rush, and we know Michael Gallup is getting back. Um, I just, you know, we talked about Brady. We're not going to bet against him, but I'm also not going to bet on him, right? Like, yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way to bet against him, but I'm also not going to, you know, make any bets on him. I think even if Trevor Lawrence was available, like that's the type of quarterback I would probably be looking for because he plays in this wide open offense. Jags are in a lot of, you know, competitive games. So, um, you know, I, for me, like, and he also adds that upside with his legs. Um, IW says, I'm in a half PPR, two flex, 10 man, and I'm rocking with Kamara, Fournette, JT, Connor, and Gibson. <laughs> My wide receivers are Waddle, Higgins, Bateman, Alave, and Goblin. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about quarterback as much if I was you. Um, this is a pretty, pretty stacked roster here. Um, you know, he says Dak's week one performance horrified me and I, I lost by two points that week. Yeah, that's that was the Tampa Bay Bucks defense, honestly. That Bucks defense is top two, gotta be so yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be yeah. worried about uh, yeah, that defense yeah. is real, it's yeah. very real. I want to yeah. find out from Greg how real it is tomorrow when we cover those 1 p.m. <laughs> games or no, not 1 p.m. games, it's a Sunday night oh, game, Kansas City game. Right, right, right. Game. I want to hear how real it is when we cover that game because I want to hear what you got to say about Patty. Because when I did my projections the first round, I was like, whoa, it's not looking too good for Patrick there. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see for sure how that goes. Uh, but let's jump into our streams of the week, Greg. And so I, I got I to gotta ask you, uh, who's your stream of the week? at the quarterback position this week? I'm going deep in the bag this week. I'm going with Geno Smith going against the Detroit Lions, um, you know, attacking, continuing to attack that Detroit matchup. Um, even though, you know, they have been a little improvements in the, in the secondary with Jeff Okuda, but I think they're still in some high scoring games. They can be they're very vulnerable um, all around. Um, and Geno Smith has been not horrible this year. Um, you know, coming off his probably best game of the season, Last week, got 44 attempts. Uh, we talked about Earl Monday, how they ran a, a very high amount of plays um, against Atlanta. 
Um, so maybe they're, you know, shifting a little offensive run, a little more plays, run more pass plays, uh, got two touchdowns in that game. Uh, and his completion percentage is always going to be or, or above 60 to 70 percent. So I think, you know, he's a, a quarterback you can start, uh, have some streaming value this week uh, and, and a great matchup against Detroit. Um, so, yeah, like Geno Smith, he's starting to find chemistry with uh, both uh, Lockett and Matt Metcalf. Metcalf got his first touchdown last week, too. Yeah, I uh, the Geno Smith one is is definitely one that I, I, I considered, I considered, but um, you know he he's Pete Carroll saying hashtag let let Geno cook man. I mean, we got a high paced <laughs> offense, uh, they're throwing the ball, uh, so yeah, no Geno's surrounded by you know these talented weapons. I think that maybe the light is near the end of the tunnel. I know I was a little sour on on this offense last week, but. It's one of those situations where I, I've got to see it. Um, but Gino against Detroit, what should be a high-scoring game. I like this one. Um, I just like this one a little bit better. I'm going with Jacoby Brissett going up against Atlanta. Um, this is crazy, Greg. If you know, th- four weeks in, we're already going Jacoby Brissett and Geno Smith here. Yeah, uh, first streams <laughs> of the week. But he's only he's only rostered in six percent of leagues uh, of Yahoo leagues. That is. And he's, like I said, he's going up against Atlanta. He's currently the quarterback 16 in fancy points per game at the position. Atlanta is allowing the 11th most fancy points to the quarterback position this year. Uh, also allowing the fifth most fancy points for a drop back that come via passing. So that, that removes all rushing from the equation. So just pure drop back passes. They are allowing the fifth most fancy points per drop back. Uh, Brissett has played well. Uh, the Browns are one and a half point favorites, so it seems like he could bring some value this week as as a streaming option and and even a high end, um, you know, one of those a, a, a very high option in terms of what he could do scoring output wise in two quarterback leagues. I think he he's a very strong option in a two quarterback league this week. Hey, the the Geno Smith game on Mount with the high passing games last week that was against Atlanta, so the matchup is there. Um, definitely a defense that could be attacked for sure. Yeah, agree there. Greg, what are we doing at tight end this week? You know, I know the position is rough. So yeah, man, it's rough gotta, this year. Yeah. We might have to go deep depending on, you know, the state of your leagues. But what what's what are you doing at tight end this week? Yeah, I'm going with Robert Tunyon uh, going against uh, New England this week. He's 30% rostered. Um, so basically, you know, the, the, the targets are trending up uh, five in week one. I mean, he only had two last week, but seven season high uh, in week three. Um, you know, his routes and stuff are also going up, his usage as well. Um, so I think, you know, with the fact that uh, chemistry for Aaron Rodgers is only is getting a little better with Romeo Dobbs, um, Alan Lazard is still banged up. I think the, I was saying on Monday the touchdown is coming soon. Um, I think with the target share that he's getting, uh, I think, you know, Robin Tunney is in a good position to, to have success this weekend. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Tunney was somebody that, you know, he was – believe he was my sleeper coming into the year. So, um, you know, I, I definitely like his value rest of the season. Uh, another guy that I liked coming into the year and definitely was a streaming option for me, at, uh, I think, week one. Uh, but that would be Tyler Conklin uh, of the New York Jets going up against Pittsburgh. He's 36% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Uh, Greg, did you know mm-hmm. that Tyler Conklin is the currently – the tight end three in PPR points per game. I mean, yeah, I mean that's why I picked him up last week. I didn't start him, but yeah, he's he's. I would say in targets too, target share for a tight end, he's got to be top ten too, top five. 
Yeah, I don't know exactly where he falls in target share, but like, but he is getting 16% of the team targets there for the New York Jets. And the New York Jets do have, they've had a large, uh, you know, that, that pie has been large, right? We've talked mm-hmm. about that in the past. You know, the, if there's more attempts than 16% in one offense isn't 16% in another, in another offense. Uh, but he is leading, he does lead the position at routes run. Uh, and Pittsburgh is allowing a 20% target share to the tight end position. That doesn't, that's that's not that's 14th in the league, but you know 20% target share is still a large number. Um, and Zach Zach Wilson does make his return this week, and uh, you know I, I know that may make people you know make some people nervous that how you know how could this shift the offense and the targets and things like that. But one of the things, and you, Greg, you know I'm plugged in when it comes to the New York Jets, but um, by all accounts, he was Zach Wilson was locked in on Conklin during the preseason and in training camp. Um, you know, where people said that, hey, I don't think it's a surprise if Conklin le- ends up leading this team in targets. So I think the matchup is good this week. He's been productive from a fantasy perspective. So no reason but to roll him out there. And if you're hurting at tight end, you don't have, you know, the top five, six guys. There's no reason why the tight end three should be sitting on your waiver wire. Yeah, no, I'm I'm attacking that getting Tyler Conklin in, in all leagues and all formats. Greg, what about defensive side of the ball? You know, we got to provide some defensive streams of the week. Who are you going to this week? Hey, man, I know you guys saw that Monday night game and you saw Daniel Jones uh, getting hit a lot. So I'm going with Chicago's defense against those New York Giants. Uh, The New York Giants O-line still is having a lot of issues. Daniel Jones isn't a difference maker at that position, uh, you know, to, to get out the pocket. So Chicago's in line for a, a lot of sacks this weekend. They had two picks last week as well. Uh, so a team that, you know, a low-scoring offense, uh, still finding their way, just had a receiver to one of their leading uh, target getters, Sterling Shepard. So um, it's going to be a struggle for this offense in Chicago. I think uh, should be able to get some turnovers. Yeah, I like that one a lot. It, it seems like, you know, you – you know, you picked Chicago last week, and I stayed in the same game as you last week, and I went with Houston. And I think that worked out well for the both of us. And I, I, I'm sensing similar things here because I am actually going to go with the New York Giants defense. Uh, they're rostered in 25% of Yahoo leagues. And, again, this is similar to last week with Houston. This one is all about Justin Fields. Now, remember, I do like Justin Fields. I think he could be a, a really good player in the NFL. I mean, the first – Early returns have not been promising over these these first two years, uh, you know, a year and some change rather. But the situation around him is not great either. The offensive line was not invested in uh, in Chicago, and he again is leading, um, or he's one of the the leaders in in sack rate. And I'm projecting him to have the second highest sack rate this week based on his matchup here against the New York Giants. Uh, the Giants are three-point favorites at home, so that's a formula. You know, all of this is a formula here for a top-12 week for the New York Giants defense. Yeah, this Bears offense is playing like night there in 1942. Like, it's, it's crazy. So, they, <laughs> it's bad right now. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great pick. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Let's jump into some Thursday night football as we preview some Thursday night football, Greg. Should be an exciting game here as we got the 3-0 Miami Dolphins traveling to Cincinnati to take on the 1-2 Cincinnati Bengals. This game has a over-under of 47.5, excuse me, 
with a spread where the Miami Dolphins are three and a half point road underdogs here. Um, in terms of the weather, there's no weather concerns in this game, so that's good news. Um, you know, we we did experience some some rain, and obviously there's a hurricane situation in Florida, and you know we hope everybody out there is is safe and um, and and all of that stuff. But as we get more and close, as we get closer and deeper into the season, weather's going to become more of a factor. So, you know, just be mindful of that. Um, but in terms of injuries on the defensive side of the football for the Cincinnati Bengals, DJ Reader, uh, their defensive tackle, he's out of this game with a knee injury. Uh, right tackle Lyle Collins, he is questionable with a back. And then on the Miami side, uh, Tua, who is dealing with an ankle and a back injury, is questionable. Jalen Waddle is questionable with a groin. Uh, Cedric Wilson, he's questionable with a rib and a toe injury. Uh, Xavier Howard is questionable with a groin and a glute. Uh, and Brandon Jones is questionable with a chest. Um, Hunter Long, questionable with an ankle. And then tight end Seaton Carter is out with a concussion there. Uh, Greg, what do you have uh, in this game here between in this? What should be an exciting matchup between two quarterbacks that took that faced off in college, uh, two at Alabama? Joe Burrow at LSU. So, uh, mm-hmm. and and th- th- that matchup was exciting. So, what are you what are you expecting here? I'm gonna take the over. Uh, I'm gonna take Miami to cover. And yeah, I think I'm gonna take Miami to win, especially if to, um, if uh, two is able to go. Um, he's truly questionable, but yeah, I think he's gonna be uh, able to go. Uh, this definitely changes a lot. If, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is the starting quarterback, but because uh, you know two is able to open his offense up. Uh, in a big way, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Miami to win this game. Um, I think their defense is just still continuing to ball out um, and, and you know force some turnovers. But on the Miami side, um, you're starting, you know, Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. Both of those guys are, are wide receiver ones, in my opinion, uh, for this matchup. Um, especially, you know, Tyree Kill is already trying to start the smoke with Eli Apple, uh, so I'm, I'm very, very entertained to see what, what happens there. <laughs> I missed this. There's smoke. I, I just caught yeah. the Russell Wilson smoke with Eli Manning. Nah. Oh man, Whew. that's did real smoke see, right there. Did yeah, you see I that heard one? that. Yeah, I oh, did man. see that one. Oh. Russ yeah, said, no, uh, Chad Powers. Chad, Chad Powers. I'm I'm three and zero against Chad Powers. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this this new Russ, man. I don't know. Yo, it's know. so good. <laughs> but yeah, Tyreek Hill from uh, the last the AFC Championship game. Or the AFC uh, game, uh, playoff game last week, last year, uh, when Tyreek Hill was on the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, they can start it there. So uh, they're looking forward to this matchup again. Um, you're starting them. Uh, Chase Edmonds got more involved last uh, last week. Um, you know, scoring a touchdown. I think he's an uh, RB two territory for me. Um, and Tua uh, is in, in I think borderline QB one uh, area for me. I have the over in this game. I think with the new weapons, uh, he's going to continue to give you uh, borderline QB1, QB1 production. Um, and then on the Cincinnati side, Joe Burrow uh, probably come off his uh, best game of the season so far. Uh, he's going to continue to hopefully build off that momentum uh, against this Miami team at home. Um, he'll have his full array of weapons with T. Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase, uh, Tyler Boyd. Uh, so, yeah, I think Jamar Chase, wide receiver one, 
Higgins, uh, borderline wide receiver one, with some upside. I uh, think one of them could, you know, be the the leader, you know, as far as this team, who's going to, you know, do more. Uh, either one could have uh, could have a better week than the other uh, in any given week. I think Joe Mixon, uh, RB1 territory as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it should be a good game. Those are the guys I'm really must starts for me. Uh, not really – not a lot of on the fringe guys. Hayden Hurst is a streamable tight end that, you know, we can look at each week, though. Yeah, I agree pretty much with most of everything that you said. I'm taking the over here. I'm going to take Miami to cover for uh, three and a half, and I'm going to take Miami to win the game uh, on the Cincy side. You know, Joe Burrow, you know, he, he bounced back last week. I think he's a top five option again for me this week. Miami's defense has not been great. I mean, they're not giving up uh, – you know, they didn't give up, give up a ton of points last week to Josh Allen, but they gave up a lot of yards. Uh, they also gave up a lot of yards to, to Lamar Jackson as well um, in week two. And so, you know, there's – I don't think they're going to be able to contain Joe Burrow in this pass offense. Uh, Jamar Chase, he hasn't been earth-shattering, um, you know, through two weeks or three weeks, whatever it's been. But, you know, I, I think he comes through with a top-five performance. I mean – Everything is there. The targets are there. Uh, the big plays are there. The touch, the red zone opportunities are there. So everything is there for Jamar Chase to, um, you know, be the like potentially the wide receiver one on the week, right? Like all, like all that is there. So mm-hmm. I would continue, to, you know, don't don't fret there with him. Uh, I think T Higgins, like like you were saying, him and Jamar Chase, they can they can both flip flop between being the lead yeah. wide receiver on this team. Um, you could take their stat lines and pretty much flip flop them every you know week to week, and you know you wouldn't even really be be able to see the difference. Um, you know, T. Higgins, I think he's a high end wide receiver too, uh, probably just ba- like with wide receiver one upside, like top five wide receiver type upside. So again, um, you know, just the, the 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 seesaw back and forth between those two. Yeah. Uh, Hayden Hurst, I think he's in a nice spot as well. Uh, Tyler Boyd, he's a you know wide receiver three flex option potentially in this game. Um, again, going to be high scoring, uh, so I you know I think that you know all of these pass catchers will be involved one way or the other. Uh, on the Miami side, uh, like you said, Waddle and Hill they're both wide receiver ones. Uh, you know every week, uh, you know they've been wildly efficient. Each one has week winning type upside. Uh, you know, and then for the for um in, in regards to Tua, if you look at Cincinnati's you know defensive scoring, they're actually like 30th against quarterbacks in terms of the the you know they they are they allow the the 30th most fantasy points to the quarterback position. So that means they're like a really bad matchup for defenses. I'm curious how much of that has to do with playing Mitch Trubisky, Cooper Rush, yeah. and Joe Flacco in three consecutive weeks. Uh, so my projections for two like, didn't come out great, but just looking at that instinctually and feeling like the way two has been playing, the way this offense is playing, uh, and the quarterbacks that I just listed as the last three opponents for the Cincinnati Bengals have more to do with Cincinnati Bank with Cincinnati's defensive ranking against the quarterback position than than the actual quarterbacks themselves. So I do think Tua is a borderline QB one in this game. Um, you know, and somebody that can have 
obviously if his wide receivers have a big day, he's going to be on the other, on the other end of that as well. Uh, in terms of the running game, I'm not completely sold, right? Like on the running back situation in Miami, because I, I saw, you know, Chase Edmonds output in fantasy points, but I immediately checked the box score, saw he had six carries and, um, Raheem Mostert also has six carries. The only difference was Edmund scored on two red zone bunnies. So I really still don't know what to do. Um, maybe you take the shot on Edmonds. But if Raheem Mostert goes out there and leads this running back, you know, tandem in touches, like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and the RB, like – life right now is definitely <laughs> definitely tough like uh but yeah I, I think of the two if uh like we're seeing a trend in Edmonds getting those goal line opportunities then uh he's gonna be you know that in our RB2 kind of area for me but yeah uh it, it is tough yeah no I I agree with what you're saying right like the the two out of the last three games as Edmonds has been the guy if Edmonds is continuing to get that red zone work like I'm just saying if you are if if you have other options, go to those other options, right? Like yeah, I think would I'm, you play Ezekiel Elliott this week or would you play Chase Edmonds? Yeah, Zeke. Um Vermont J. Stevenson, I think I'd take over Chase Edmonds. Um Jeff Wilson Jr., you know, those names like that. Yeah. Yeah, because those guys you know are gonna get that definitive volume, right? Like you yeah. don't really have to question it. Where with Chase Edmonds, I mean Again, going the last three weeks, you know, he Raheem Mostert, 43% of the running back share, running back rush share and um or the team rush share, and Chase Edmonds 38% of the team rush share. You know, yeah. so uh Chase Edmonds does get is getting the goal line work, but you know, gotta see that continue. So yeah. Uh is outpacing him in targets by two percent. But uh Greg, do you have a Oh, is Mike Gusecki interesting this week? That's the question. Not, not yet. Not I don't not on my radar at least. Yeah, maybe he's interesting from like a DFS perspective. Um, you know, because if we do think this game does go over, and you know, there's opportunities here for the Cincinnati or for the Miami pass offense, yeah. you could take that shot, but. Nah, if you're desperate at tight end, I'm—I mean, I'm desperate, Greg. I'm in our <laughs> league of extraordinary people. I'm desperate. Like Logan <laughs> Thomas was nice for you know two weeks, but then I realized like he was always like you know not the not the most nimble person in the world, and coming back from an ACL and watching him run around there with with all these receivers and you know Curtis Samuel, who's the new wide back that everybody loves. Like yeah, Logan so Thomas isn't cutting it right now. So what I Take the shot on Mike Kosecki. Like, is that something that I should think about? Uh, well, not in Arley because he's picked up anyway. So, I mean, Mike, what does Mike Kosecki do? I don't know. He's apparently not. He's on a roster. Yeah, like, uh, but uh, yo, it is rough out here for tight ends in the in this in this area. I probably, yeah. yeah, no, he's been a little bit more dollars for. For Tyler Conklin last week, but maybe, yeah, maybe should. You want? I'll trade you. <laughs> it's not going to be a trade that I that ends <laughs> ends like right for me. So I I don't know if I want to do this. Uh, 
Greg, do you have a bold prediction for the people? I know last week it was tough. Yeah. It was, you know, but the game did actually end up going over. Maybe we should have just That's predicted true. that it hits over. Like that would probably would have been bold enough last week. That yeah, that, that wouldn't be bold enough. I think I'm gonna go <laughs> with um Tyreek Hill getting his though, uh against Eli Apple. I mean, two already said today, like uh, if he sees that one on one, he's throwing it to Tariq. Like they really are like stirring up a story here. I think he gets two touchdowns in this game. Tyreek Hill blow up game right now. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go with I know Joe Mixon's been meh. It's been meh. It's been like it's been Joe Meh. <laughs> Joe Meh. Joe Mixon. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually did send out some feelers, some trying to try and get some trade offers and some other leagues for Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. The Joe Mixon manager is not biting. Trying to turn James Robinson and Joe Mixon. Like that's a deal. If you could do that. If you could turn James Robinson into Joe Mixon, I think that's a win. Um, but either way, I think he has a bounce back performance here. Miami's allowed uh, a hundred back to back hundred rushing yard games. If I could piggyback off you, Greg, and go Joe Mixon start of the week this week, because I know you did that last week, I, I totally would. But we don't do Thursday night football starts of the week. I think we did it once ever. Yeah, once. It's probably, yeah, it's probably a layup matchup, like for a tight end, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right for a tight end, like yo, yeah. I gotta get this tight end in. Yeah, it must yeah, have been the yeah. year that everyone was playing Arizona. Yeah, I was just about to say that it must have been the Arizona year. Yep. When, when everybody knew you had to play your tight end against Arizona, it didn't matter yep. who it was. Yep, that was a great year. <laughs> um, but yeah, Joe Mixon. 25 plus PPR points tomorrow. Like it. I like that for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, the volume's been uh still there. It's, it is trending down a little bit, but you know, we we want we want to see, see that trickle back up. Yeah, I mean, like he did leave last week's game with the That's with true. the ankle injury, which seems to be fine. So, um, you know, I kind of think that's an anomaly. But yeah, I I it, the 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 efficiency hasn't been there like the yards per attempt hasn't been there anything like that but the, the goal line opportunities are still there yeah the rush opportunities are still there he's still involved he's involved in the past game maybe not as much as we may like but he's still involved uh so yeah i i i'm all on board with the you know joe mixon having a nice game this week uh anything else you want to add to the conversation say about the game no, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see uh, Joe Shystein versus Tua. I mean, yeah, yeah, this is gonna be should be a very good game. Yeah, I'm excited Miami for this stay one. Undefeated. Yeah, Miami definitely might stay undefeated here. Um, and again, I'm I, I watch this. I take like two steps back, right? So like, yes, I'm a Jets fan. I got the Jets thing in the back, right? But at the end of the day, I'm like a football fan. I, I want to see teams, you know, good teams. I want to do well. I want to see. Um, you know, good players do well, especially when they're on my fantasy team, Jalen Waddles. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for what should be a, a really good game. You got two of the, the top young quarterbacks in the league getting together for a matchup here on Thursday night football. So, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. All right, man, let's close this out, everybody. We appreciate y'all. And make sure y'all tap in tomorrow when we break down all of those 1 p.m. games. And then you'll catch us on Saturday when we break down all of the 
remaining slated games with our starts of the week. We'll catch y'all later. Have a good one. Enjoy Thursday Night Football. Get those players out of your foot. Yeah.